0: It's time for the 8-Minute Devotion. The 8-Minute Devotion is a daily message that fills you with hope and encouragement from the Word of God. Here's your host, Pastor Cameron Walcott. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the 8-Minute Devotion, our Thursday episode. And I am so glad, once again, that you have chosen to be with us. You know, we've been looking at this series, Christmas for the Hurting, for the last two and a half weeks. And we just have two weeks remaining in this series, and I hope this series has been a blessing to you. I hope this series has been speaking hope, joy, peace in the middle of whatever you may be walking through, in the middle of whatever grief you may be experiencing, in the middle of pain. You know, it could be sort of extraordinary grief. It could just be the normal everyday uh, anxieties of life. It could be the normal everyday, this is what I'm walking through and it's been a difficult time. We all are going through different things. In our lives, and I trust that this that this series, whether you're walking through terrible, terrible, unimaginable pain and loss, or the normal things of life, I trust that it has been a blessing to you. And today, my my message is called quite simply a new hope. Today's message is called a new hope. I mean, that's the name of the first of the Star Wars movies, but I'm not naming this after Star Wars. But yet. I'm talking today about a new hope because when you go through great loss, when you go through great grief, so often you just feel hopeless. So often you think, can things ever get better? Can things ever turn around? And I want to encourage you today, friends, there is hope in Jesus. There is hope because Jesus stepped into our world. The very meaning of Christmas, the very thing we celebrate at Christmas, Jesus becoming a baby, the Messiah coming to save his people, that's the very source of hope. No matter what you're going through, no matter how hopeless your situation appears, there is new hope because of what Jesus did. For us, let's read the passage. We know this. Yesterday, we started in Luke two, verse ten. Today, I want to focus on eleven and twelve. But let's go back to verse ten, Luke two, and verse ten. And the angel said to them, "Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people." And now, verse eleven and twelve. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. Verse 11 and 12, I just read. Unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. This will be your sign. You will find the baby wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. You see the baby had been born. The angel spoke to the shepherds, you will see the baby. You will see the child. You will see the Messiah. He has been born. He has come. The mighty God, the creator of the universe is wrapped in swaddling clothes. He has come. The baby is born. You may not feel it you may not feel this joy. You may not feel this hope. You may not feel this, uh, this joy bubbling up in your hearts right now. If you're going through difficulties, you may think this is the furthest thing away, the joy of Christmas, the hope of Christmas. It may seem so, so far away. You may not feel it, but remind yourself, God has come. Peace has come. Joy has come. Hope has come. And things will change in time. You are not stuck in this moment forever. If you are going through that pain, that loss, you are not stuck in that moment forever. You do not have to be defined by this loss. You do not have to be defined by this thing. That you have gone through you know for uh, for Dilly and I as we lost Caleb uh, so unexpectedly uh, we've asked the Lord God give us hope, fill our hearts with hope and you know as much as we want to bless others through the grief that we've walked through as much as we want to bless others uh, through um, you know through walking through this uh, through this and uh, we want to use what happened, the bad thing that happened to us to to bless others and help other people, we also don't want to just be defined by our loss. And we made a decision. Uh, it's not going to be the only thing that we ever speak about. As much as we want Caleb to be back so badly, it's not the only thing I preach about. We, we're doing it in this series. I often reference it in my messages, but it's not the only thing I speak about because I don't want to be defined only by by my loss. I want to preach the whole word of God. For my wife, the lovely and talented Dilia, she's continued in the same school Caleb was in and, you know, surrounded by, by the kids who were in his class and who were just above him, just below him. She easily could have said, I can't continue teaching. I can't continue in this school. I'm reminded too often by, by Caleb's loss But she decided to transcend that, to transcend being stuck in that moment and by God's grace. She actually was a teacher when when Caleb was lost. Today, she's the principal and she's uh, she's blessing hundreds of children with the gospel. She's blessing hundreds of children with a good education. She's blessing hundreds of children with the hope. We have in Jesus. And yes, she talks about Caleb from time to time, especially to those who knew him, those in his class, those who played sports with him. She talks about him and she encourages them, you know, to live in an excellent way, to live like Caleb lived. She does encourage them, but that's not the only thing that she's stuck in. And, you know, sometimes I see people who lose someone and uh, a loved one, and it's a shocking thing. And of course, I, I empathize with them. I sympathize completely. I know what it's like but sometimes I see them get stuck only in that moment and they can't move on at all. I believe God doesn't want us to get stuck in our loss, but he wants us to see the new hope We have because of Jesus. And I just encourage you, yes, keep grieving that person. Keep remembering that person. Whenever you have the chance, you know, encourage others that you can get out of the grief. Don't be afraid to talk about it. But also don't define yourself every day that this is who I am. This is all I have to talk about. This is all I can have for others. No, there is a new hope in Jesus. Your life can continue. Romans 5, 3 through 5, it tells us experience with God gives us hope. Suffering produces patience. Patience produces character and character produces hope. And God's hope never disappoints. It never puts us to shame, but God pours out his love into our hearts. He is our living hope. So this season, I'd like to ask you to say, Lord, Fill my heart with your living hope. And, you know, if, this, if you've just lo- lost a loved one, I don't expect you to just move on quickly. But maybe it was two, three, four years ago and you think I still can't celebrate Christmas without him, without her. Well, friends... I want to encourage you to start taking small steps to celebrate once again, to start taking small steps to be filled with joy once again, to start taking small steps to be filled with peace once again. My wife and I, just two months after we lost Caleb, we did celebrate Christmas. You know, we had the, the Evan and Anna, and we wanted things to be good for them. That helped us. But whatever helps you, say, Lord, help me not to just be stuck in my grief, because I know as a believer in Jesus, whatever I'm going through, the pain will be repaid a million times over. Enjoy my reunion with Caleb. We're not going to grieve the Christmases we lost. We're going to celebrate the eternity we have together because Jesus is our living hope. Thank you for listening. We'll be back tomorrow on the 8-Minute Devotion. Thank you for listening to the 8-Minute Devotion. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you listen to or watch it. And email us at the eight minute devotion at gmail.com with any questions or comments. May God bless you.